Kings chapter 2, verse 8. Now Elijah took his mantle and rolled it up and struck the water. And it was divided this way and that, so that the two of them crossed over on dry land. And so it was when they had crossed over that Elijah said to Elisha, Ask, what may I do for you before I am taken away from you? Elisha said, Please let a double portion, somebody say double portion, let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. So he said, you have asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if you see me when I am taken from you, it shall be so for you. But if not, it shall not be so. Then it happened as they continued on and talked that suddenly a chariot of fire appeared with horses of fire and separated the two of them. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. And Elisha saw it, and he cried out, My father, my father, the chariots of Israel and his horsemen. So he saw him no more, and he took hold of his own clothes and tore them into two pieces. He also took up the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him and went down and stood by the bank of the Jordan. Then he took the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him and struck the water and said, where is the Lord God of Elijah? And when he had also, when he also had struck the water, it was divided this way and that, and Elisha crossed over. Now when the sons of the prophets who were from Jericho saw him, they said, the spirit of Elijah and my iPad, is now listening to me. Hold on, Siri. Let me finish. The spirit of Elijah rests on Elijah. And they came to meet him and bowed to the ground before him. Father, we bless you. We honor you. We're so humbled that we are in your presence. We know that you want to do something amazing with us and through us because we are the one. We know we're the one because we're hearing a message that we may not have heard in places that we came from, but we're hearing it now because now is the time that you want to double your power. You want to double your wisdom. You want to double the assets. You want to double everything that we can physically see. So Father, because you're ready to double it, we ask that you would help us in this area of faith that we will be able to see, visualize the manifestation of what you have for us to demonstrate in this earth that you are a faithful God. So we give you all the glory, honor, and praise. In the master's name of Jesus, I pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Go ahead and take your seats. Many times I talked about this story, but I'm talking about faith for manifestation, faith for manifestation. As I uh, woke up this morning, my mind has still been on double, uh, things expanding. I believe that uh, many people are, are, have gotten accustomed to things being the same and has, have no idea with the fer of, about the fervency of God's expansion that's taking place. For me, uh, when I worship, when I pray, I could feel things just exploding and expanding uh, tremendously. Uh, 
in an unusual way. And some of us, when we think of expansion, when we think of doubling, we always think of maybe houses and cars, uh, money. And that's all a part of it. But there are some other things that God really wants to expand in a great way. So whether or not you're connected to the right people is going to determine whether you get the proper information. Uh, you can hear me but not be connected to me and not get the download. Because I hear a lot of things, but I only uh, become the recipient of what I am connected to or tied to. Because not only do I get the information, the email, or the text, I get the spirit of that thing. So this double that we're talking about, this multiplication that we're talking about, it's a spirit that is transferred to that which is joined. In the book of Ephesians, it talks about every joint supplieth. So when I get my supply, it expands. You'll know very well if you're joined because your supply will speak of your relationship. Your supply will speak concerning your relationship. You don't have to say, hey, y'all. Now, your supply is going to speak of your relationship. They can't tell me I wasn't connected to my father because as soon as I connected to my father, what I had doubled. As soon as the, the relationship was solidified, everything that I had doubled. I had to move the church to a bigger building. I had to move my family to a nicer neighborhood. Everything doubled. Everything doubled. We're on the borderlines because we're dealing with a message. We're almost at the place of tripling because the anointing or the spirit is moving towards that way. So when we talk about double, double is a shadow. Because it's already been taking place. So my connection brought me, because I believed in it, it brought me into double what I had. Okay? So, so now that my father was taken by the chariots of fire. So it, it really takes, you know, over a period of time, it takes embracing the spirit of what you used to walk with. Okay. So he asks, he understands he need to ask for something that others are not asking for. Most, there's so many people who are excited about positions and titles. I'm excited about relationship. If I got a relationship, if I got the number, I don't, I don't call Bishop Jakes. I've never called him. But I do text him. If I got his number, I can get his spirit. I, I, don't, want, I don't want his pulpit. I, I want what's on him that makes that thing do what it does. You understand what I'm saying? See, I wasn't, I wasn't after, yeah, I know you, you know, you feel bad because you're not over there at that pulpit. No. I'm not in debt over here. I don't feel bad. 
What I feel good about is I got off of him what was on him before he left. So I have the wherewithal on me to do what others can't do. And it's, it's, it's not that I'm competing. It's just I have the ability to double. And no one can stop me from doubling. In fact, the more they persecuted them in the book of Exodus chapter 1, the more they increased. So in this season, I welcome persecution because you're making me double. You're making me triple. I would have been single if you wouldn't have put any pressure on me. So you, you, when, you, when you carrying a certain spirit on you, trouble increases and multiplies you. Elisha said, I want that. I want that, that when hell comes against my life, I expand. That's what I want. Because I know hell coming. I know trouble coming. I know criticism is coming. I know skeptics are coming. Give me what that when they talk, my results defend my case. See, you, you, don't, you don't have to go and talk on social media and defend yourself. Just post enough of your results to tell those, mm -hmm, you were wrong. Because they don't understand. Pressure don't make you worse. Pressure makes you better. Because of what's on you. So don't waste your time trying to prove to something that something to someone who will never be convinced because they are chosen to be an adversary. So let, let God work their wickedness for your advantage. So, so I want, I want what's on you. I want what's on you. Cause I know, I know you have issues that go on because you cannot have success without issues. I know that I've had enough success that I understand there's no way I can have success and not be betrayed. There's no way I can have success and not have some folks trip on me. There's no way I can have success and not have somebody that I trust to walk away from me. There is no way that I can have success and think everybody's going to be my friend and everybody's going to cheer for me all the time because somebody going to join the other team and going to be the defense while I'm on offense. So I understand that. But I understand that when they become my opposition, they also become disoriented. It's a sign that they're disoriented. And if I give them the ball, they'll run it in the wrong direction and score for me. So all the negativity that's been going on against your life, they have been publicizing you. There are some people that would never know about you if that joker wouldn't have ran the ball in the wrong direction.
Now, in your season of double, your enemies work for you. So do not get upset. Do not lose your cool. And your season of double, negativity, opposition, criticism, lies, hypocrisy, schemes are working for you. First point, Elijah observes Elijah and saw what was available. He observes, he watches. And while he's watching, he sees something that's worth having. Now, you got to be careful. Because most people see your stuff and want your stuff. And religiously, we want people's stuff instead of their spirit. I want what keeps you going. I want what won't let you quit. I want what makes you forgive because you know they're not in your future. That's powerful. That's powerful. Why not forgive them? They're not a part of your future anyway. Why, why are you going to keep looking back and being upset with something that's not in your future? So he, he observes his mentor. He observes his man of God. And he sees an ability to travel and not lose hope. He sees an ability to go from one region to another region and still remain consistent. See, success is not about a good day. It's about consistency in your days. For me, as a leader, I think this way. If I dip, there's a certain percentage of dip I'm going to do in my day. I will never drop beneath a certain place. Because when I come back, I'm going to exceed the last place. You understand? So my dips are only deep enough for me to go higher on my next round. So I'm okay with that dip because that dip didn't drown me. That dip propelled me. I, I need, I need the spirit that's on you that won't let me quit because I'm next in line for my double. I want what keeps you focused. I know you had turmoil in your house because you're human too. But how do you stay focused? How do you hold it in the middle of the road when you're dealing with stuff? It's because I got something from somebody else and applied it to my life. And if they can stay in the middle of the road with that much going on, I can stay in the middle of the road with this little bit going on. It is, it, is the, it is not just what they have materialistically. It's what they have inwardly. 
And Elisha said, that's what I want. I want, I want that. How, how do you stay connected to someone who's gone through the wilderness? You got to have not a portion of something. You got to have a double portion. He traveled with his leader through his difficult turns and detours. Understanding that one day when I lead, you kept me through your detours. Now I need some on me to keep me through my detours. That's why you need double. Because see, most of y'all didn't realize you walked through this pandemic with me. Now what you gonna do when you have to walk through your own pandemic and now you the leader. See, see, we, we, did, not, we did not calculate the fact that the one day that we were going to have to go through the journey without a person, but we have double. I wish he would have announced to me when he made me a bishop that one day I will be without my apostle. But he didn't make that announcement, but he showed me how to walk and exposed me to double in his life so that when I walked my life, I had double to handle what he handled while I was just in my single. So, so, so just stay with me. So he, 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 he was, he, he observed Elijah and he saw what was available. See, you got to be careful when you get close enough, you don't uh, cheapen the quality of what you're around. Because if you do, you, not, you will not inquire on what's going to help you in your future. Uh, it's just another church service. No, it's a service where the kids out there having fun didn't have to pay for anything. It's a service where the atmosphere is conducive to whatever you need to happen in your life can happen right now. It's, it's not the same. You, you're amongst freer leaders, not free leaders, freer leaders. So the atmosphere is different because leaders are freer in their minds. So the more we apply freedom, the more we will see God move on behalf of that which belongs to him. Stay with me. Stay with me. Elisha had to have the right relationship with Elijah to receive from him. Now, let me tell you what, what's been happening in these religious sectors. They have been trying to destroy your relationship with the one that you had value in. So pastors in your churches, there have been an element because the devil doesn't want your people to have double what's on you. So there's been some stuff moving throughout the congregations, whether it be in person or through streaming. 
to try to manipulate and break down the conduit that God used to build this next generation anointing, which is a double. So if I can get in there and create enough confusion, the people will leave out after a high service and get beat up with it by a devil that they have the authority over. Because while you were dancing, you were dancing him under your feet. But because you got in communication with sister so-and-so or a brother so-and-so, somewhere in your conversation, you let the devil get back around your neck. And it was only to detach you so that what God wanted to flow to you was not communicated or demonstrated in your life. So here it is. Elisha has to say no to many things because he sees something. Now, I've never seen the church in the way I see the church now. I've never seen so much disrespect for the preacher in my entire life. It is because something is moving amongst the congregation of God to try to keep the congregation of God from being empowered to overcome in their worst day. So in your worst day, if you have a double portion, you will survive your worst day after the death of my father i experienced my worst day i didn't know it could get that bad and i didn't know the church could be so evil i, I experienced my worst day but i had a double portion anointing on my life i had the ability to expand so we had one we had two refreshes now we have five refreshes and another one on the way because when when your worst day of labor comes it's time to birth all right timothy alexander has two new children him he and kayla yeah celebrate them. he's he's watching now, there's a certain amount of energy that it takes to birth one. But there's another dimension of energy that it takes when you're birthing two, whether it be naturally or C-section. It takes more. So many of you don't understand. Your only reason with, you're with me is because you're supposed to birth twins. The only reason you're under the sound of my voice, the only reason you have a visual of me is everything from this moment forward will be double. You're, you're no longer in a season of birthing single. That's why it's been so difficult to carry because you're not carrying single, you're carrying double. All the discomfort has been about the double. If they were jealous of you carrying one, 
Just imagine how jealous they are about you carrying two. I want a double portion of what's on you. Which means I want to do double what you've done. While you were doing single ministry, and I'm not talking about an unmarried couple, I want to do double ministry. Listen. Listen. We've been trying in February, Sister Adrian, we were trying to maneuver the people towards the mentality of sons and daughters. There's a reason for that. There's a reason for that. I'm going to connect it right now. Because there's a thing about having the nature of a son and daughter, especially when an apostle who is a father is in the room. Listen to this. A long-term relationship opens an opportunity to request double. A long-term relationship opens the opportunity to request double. Elisha had followed long enough that he now gets a request. What did he request? I want double what's on you. I like the way he asked. He asked like there were no limits. He didn't ask like it was limited. He didn't ask like it's, it's going to run out after Sunday. Y'all ask like it's just one week in a year. Don't, I don't want you to just heal me, heal me and put me in purpose. So you're, you gotta know how to ask. Don't, don't just heal me, heal me and put me in my purpose. Because if I'm in my purpose, the devil will never have access to me again. All right, Deuteronomy 21. There's this conversation going on. There's this woman who is loved. And then there's this woman who is unloved. They both have children. But the one who is unloved has the firstborn. Almost looks like this situation with Jacob, Leah, and Rachel. If you haven't read it, go read it. But in Deuteronomy 21, verse 17, it reads this way. But he shall acknowledge the son of the unloved wife as the firstborn by giving him a double portion of all that he has. For he is the beginning of his strength. The right of the firstborn is his. Stop right there. So we teach you as sons and daughters, but this season, you're the firstborn.
I can't teach you as someone who is last. I teach you as ones who are first. I don't prepare you for leftovers. I prepare you for the fresh meal. If you study, the firstborn qualifies under the law to receive double, which means he gets the strength of his father. That's why you can't think like orphans in a season like this. I am strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Come on, say it with me. I am strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I don't talk to you like weaklings because you're not. I don't talk to you like your secondary citizens because you're not. I talk to you like you're the firstborn and double has your name written on it. So whatever your measurements was and your calculations were, if there are anything less than double, you need to erase it and write again. Everything is about proper positioning. You can be around, but never see the value of what you're close to. I'm a living witness. What they saw, they didn't value. What I saw, I want that. I want that. I want, I'm going to get that. What do I do? to get that yeah you're older than me so I may live longer than you so what you got I'm going to get it you dominated your generation I shall rule in my generation because I got double I have the wisdom of your generation I have the strength in my generation because I have something that I would not have had because if it started with me, I would have had to hand it over to somebody else at that moment. But if it starts with you, the devils that fight fault your anointing are the same elementary demons that's going to fight my anointing. And the way you handle that water is the way I'll handle that water. You said, take authority. I said, yes, I will. What they don't understand, you can't be under someone who teaches you to take authority and then you be passive. Well, you just, you just too bold. You didn't know my daddy, did you? So, taking authority broadcasts. If it took authority, listen, every Sunday evening, 
everything stopped in my house. Sat down on TV and clicked that television on. When I would hear that music, I said, it's on now. I said, it's on now. I said, something's happening now. I just had to hear the music. When I heard the music, all of a sudden, I said, I'm sitting in my great room, but I'm right there. I'm right there in the moment. And I said, I'm going to get that. You're in a different state. I'm pastoring while you're pastoring. And I'm going to get that. And when I get it, in a devil in hell going to be able to stop me when I get it. He told me, rule, subdue, take dominion. If the devil won't give it to you, take it. If the devil tries to hold on to your peace, snatch it out of his hand. The devil tries to hold on to your wealth, snatch it out of his hand. If the devil tries to hold on to your territory, use your authority and take it. So I am not built to compromise. When I see my stuff, I came to obtain my stuff. And ain't nothing out there going to stop me from getting my stuff because my name is written on it and I have double the power to get what belongs to me. I position myself to understand scripture. If I posture myself as if I'm the firstborn, I can get the blessing that some other people may sail away. Let me take you to more scripture. Esau sold his birthright for stew. I said, since you hungry and think you're going to die and it's only been one day, I'm going to fix a meal that gets me what you didn't value. I'm going to posture myself to get something you treated cheap. I'm going to set myself up that when a double blessing starts rolling, I'm going to suggest myself. I may not sound like the hoopers of today. But I got a blessing on me double that trumps all that. I may not conduct myself as your traditional preacher. But there's a whole lot of them around town that are wishing they were me right now. You want to know why? Because I positioned myself like I was a firstborn. I said to myself, I'm going to carry your strength. I said to myself, I'm going to carry the responsibilities of your legacy. I told myself, when you're dead, I'll keep living for you. I told myself, while I was following you, I was going to miss you, but I wasn't going to stop working. And I told myself, what responded to you will respond to me as well. If you could shake Atlanta, I can take Birmingham. I'm going to say it again while, while the, the world gains a 
are coming, they better watch out for Stephen A. Davis. Because if my daddy could stand tall in Atlanta, Georgia, I can stand just as tall in Birmingham, Alabama. Somebody shout double. That's why you, you got you to gotta be careful because there's all types of things that try to cause you to detour, especially when your future's on the line. I slap your high five, but you ain't my daddy. You don't hold my future. You don't even know I have a future because you don't know about your future. So I'll treat you nice, but I'm focused on him. And I'm going to focus on him because he's got something that I need for where I'm going. And if you ain't going nowhere, hang out with everybody. But if you're going somewhere, you better consecrate, separate yourself just a little bit. So the impact of what's coming to your life is not tainted by the relationships of people who never should have been in your life. If you maintain the right perspective, you will receive what you, are, what you are asking for. If you maintain, see, this is what's happening. There, there are wrong spirits, just use it like that, that want to change your perspective about a certain thing. Now, once you know, you know. You understand what I'm saying? Once you know, you know, you don't let anybody change your perspective about what you know. When they started talking, I said, I ain't listening. My perspective is still intact. I didn't watch nothing. I didn't hear nothing because I wasn't going to let anything change my perspective because I, I was after something. Look at your neighbor. Tell him I'm after something. I'm after something. See, when you're after something, it takes day-to-day -day focus. It, it takes having the right perspective all the time. I can't get out, I can't get around a bunch of uh, 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 bruised up and, and deranged people talking a bunch of crap that has nothing to do with the advancement of my life. In fact, if I fail, they're going to laugh at me. If I succeed, they're going to hate me. So I am protecting my perspective of what I already know, what I have personally experienced for myself. So go ahead, YouTube, go ahead, Facebook, and say what you want to say. But my perspective is intact because I had my own personal encounter and nothing will change my perspective. Listen. You don't have to defend your Elijah for anybody. Once your perspective is set, if they start mouthing off, that's your last conversation with them. If you don't know how to use your mouth, you're not going to be toxic for me. I am not, I am not a dumpster. I am not a junkyard. You're not going to talk to me. You're not going to change my perspective. Yeah, every man puts his pants on, but some of us are real men. Some of us are fathers. Some of us take care of our responsibilities. Just like we both wear pants, it doesn't mean we have the same perspective. Are 
Yeah, somebody else need to shout like that because something's breaking. Something's shifting. Something's changing. They're going to wish they did have a position. They're going to wish they did hang around. They're going to wish they could have an opportunity. Yes, they are. If it was good when you met me, what happened to your perspective? If your perspective changed from the first encounter, you need to ask yourself, who have I been hanging around? What have I been reading that changed my perspective that's trying to rob me of my double? Let me help you. They already know I'm too far along for them to stop me. They already know I'm too far gone for their elementary ideas and strategies to impact me. They're, they are not targeting me. They're targeting your perspective right now. Because they know that if you stay focused, you're going to do double if not triple. So they're trying to make your focus and, and they're trying to taint your perspective so that what God wants to do in your life. See, there's an anointing on everything that God does in the kingdom. And what they want to do is they want to steal your anointing. Which means that you're fine until a wage of war comes against your life because when you have the anointing you can warfare a good warfare under the anointing but if you don't have the anointing the warfare is going to prove that you are a defeated foe but I came to tell those who kept their perspective right and are keeping their perspective right and know that you are the firstborn and know that you have qualified for double I need you to shout in this house It was good then. It's better now. It was powerful then. It's much more powerful now. There was revelation then. There's greater revelation now. trying to steal your rights they want your rights because if they get your rights they can get your stuff they're trying to shift your appetite they're trying to shift your focus they already know your position right so they want to change your mind they want you to see things in a way that is not so that you don't get what God promised you but I dare you to keep your focus I dare you to keep the right perspective. I dare you to get your stuff that God has for you. I dare you to rise up in your own city and possess the land. I dare you to take over your own city because one city after another, one city at a time is what my daddy said. Take one city at a time. We're taking over. Shout it in the atmosphere. We're taking over. One city at a time. That's why my sons and daughters are lining up, pastoring their own local churches, 
but we know we're supposed to be joined to you because we're taking over one city at a time. We can take over Birmingham. We can take over Tuscaloosa. One city at a time, geographically moving around and consuming the region. Everywhere we have a location, there's a double portion anointing on us to take over every city where we have a location. Every city will experience power and that freedom. Every one of them, every one of them, every one of them will flow with supernatural healing with cancer and sugar diabetes and lupus and every sickness from the devil has to bow. This is the season where the enemy of God's people have to bow. The devil is bowing. Sickness is bowing. Demons are bowing. Somebody shouted in the atmosphere right now. Curses are breaking. I said curses are breaking. Curses are breaking. What had you can't have you any longer. If you're ever in the Birmingham area, we'd love to see you. Stop by because everyone is welcome at Refresh Family Church. It's full of friendly people, a warm atmosphere, and a powerful word. Our service times are Sundays at 9 a.m. or our empowerment service on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. We're located at 117 12th Court Northwest in Birmingham, Alabama. We'll see you soon at Refresh. Want to find out more about Apostle Stephen A. Davis? Well, log on because StephenADavis.org is now live. That's right. Log on to StephenADavis.org now and you can find out all about him. Watch live broadcasts and get all the information you need at StephenADavis.org. Available on all platforms. Log on today. Refresh Family Church. As we worship together, remember our five goals. Serving the needs of families. Reaching the lost. Equipping the saints. Reaching the nations. And transferring to generations. At Refresh Family Church, we're more than just a church. We're a nation. To find out more, log on to StephenADavis.org. We'll see you next time.